Gagney here, welcoming you to edition number 90 of Joe Versus the World. Yes, 90. This is the second annual prediction show, something we started, of course, last year. Uh, basically, people make predictions for the year ahead. I had a lot of fun doing last year's show. This year's is going to be even better because not only are people making predictions for 2019, we get to look back at 2018 and see who was a prognosticator and who was a fool. So that's basically the, uh, the format here. I have an iced coffee by my side, even though it's December, in true New Englander fashion, and uh, let's not waste time, let's dive right in and see who uh, said what for 2018. All right, we'll start with our good friend Alan Forel, who predicted Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. will happen in Evolve or Japan in 2018. That did not happen. Interestingly, Brian Danielson came back to wrestle. <laughs> uh, Evolve work with WWE, kind of the main stopping block here, was Zack Sabre Jr. leaving Evolve? <laughs> I mean, maybe the match wouldn't have happened because he is contracted with New Japan, but I just thought it funny that he was kind of the stumbling block in that. All right, our good friend Joe Sposto had a bunch. He said Danielson versus Shane at Mania, definitely sometime this year. Well, that did not happen. They actually teamed at Mania, which is fairly amazing in its own right. Uh, the Bucks Cody 10,000 seat show won't happen. Well, it did and sold 10,000 seats. Uh, he said, Vince's football thing actually succeeds. Now, I guess nothing happened, but they're still going ahead with it. I guess that's some kind of success. They made some moves. They hired Andrew Luck's dad. Uh, that's about all we know, but uh, don't know about that one. Uh, no past big stars, Batista slash Rock, come back for anything more than a one-off. And Batista actually did come back just for SmackDown 1000, I believe. He just kind of did a one-off to tease something, which given uh, injuries, may or may not happen. But I'll give him credit for that one. It says, Hulk Hogan returns as a regular on-screen character by SummerSlam. Now, the Hulkster did come back for Crown Jewel. He has not been a regular, and it was not by SummerSlam. Uh, Randy Orton quietly retires. Well, he did not. He was fairly quiet all year, but he did not retire. He's still, I guess, chugging along. <laughs> uh, EC3, Eli Drake, and Bobby Lashley return to WWE with big pushes. Well, two out of three is not bad, because Bobby Lashley... Is back on the main roster. EC3 also returned. He stayed in NXT. Eli Drake, there was rumors of him jumping back to WWE, but he stayed in Impact. And uh, I will give him two out of three. That's pretty good. And he said, I'll bring back the Podmas, the worst prediction of them all. All right, so some decent ones there from Joe. All right, Rob Viper. He says, let's see. He says, WWE will unmask Grand Metal League. Now, Rob argued this did happen. There was an angle where TJP was unmasking luchadors. He did unmask Grand Metalik. I took that to mean as a permanent basis he would lose it in an apuesta match, which did not happen, but Rob will argue that. All right. Phoenix Penta will wrestle a match in Arena Mexico. This happened. This, uh, I didn't think this would happen. I thought some, maybe some other group would have to run Arena Mexico. I didn't think there was any chance there'd be any kind of talent sharing. Well, they're not so much talent sharing, but CMLL allowing outsiders in. Well, they did, and they wrestled there a bunch, and it did great business. So that is an early contender for the best prediction we have. Uh, we will hear. And lastly, he said PWG will run Bola outside of Reseda, and that also happened. That happened at the Globe Theater. So Rob, uh, coming out strong with, uh, I'll give him credit for, well, maybe two and a half out of three. All right, Rich Kreich, Voices of Wrestling, said at some point Vince McMahon will be out of power at WWE. Well, at some point, he will be, but it wasn't in 2018. Vince still in charge, and uh, WWE reaping the benefits of that. 
All right, John Carroll of Wrestling Omakase said New Japan will sell out the finals of the G1 at Budokan. Well, that uh, that did happen. I don't think that's going too far out on a limb. I mean, even during their darker days, they tended to sell out the G1 finals. This was at a bigger building, but he, he wasn't wrong. Uh, Tetsuya Naito will win and lose the IWGP title this year. Well, if he said the IC title, he would have been correct, but he did not, famously, uh, did not win at Wrestle Kingdom, nor the rest of the year. He said Okada wins the G1, which was, I think, a strong prediction at the time. I don't think anyone really pegged in Tanahashi to win that, but uh, Tanahashi did win. And uh, Takashita will lose the KOD openweight title, but not to Tetsuya Endo, which I do believe did happen. I believe he lost it to uh, Irie. So not a, not a bad turnout from John Carroll there. All right, Jack Beckman says, Naomichi Marifuji will be an NJPW roster member and will be a big player. Well, he stayed in NOAA all year. And Kitamura in the G1, as well as either Kento Miyahara or Suwama. Well, no outsiders in the G1 this year. And there was we will hear a lot of predictions for Kitamura, none of which came true because he did not wrestle at all for, I believe we heard, a variety of reasons. All right, Mark Cole, our old friend, said, Semi-main of CMLL Anniversary Show is Sam Adonis, Okamura, Chris Jericho versus Negro Casas, Cavanario, and Mr. Niebla. That is as specific a <laughs> prediction as there could be. But uh, Chris Jericho did not work any CMLL, just stayed in New Japan. So that was incorrect. All right, C. Bacon had a couple. He said Johnny Gargano wins the NXT title by the end of the year. That seemed like a surefire one at the time, but that did not happen. It was Tommaso Ciampa who ended up winning the belt and holding on to it. Uh, Authors of Pain are NXT call-ups after Mania. That did happen. And lastly, Daniel Bryan wrestles this year against Shane McMahon. Well, he teamed with him. People were so close on that. But it was uh, Daniel Bryan teaming with Shane McMahon. But he did come back, so credit for that. All right, Sixpox says CM Punk shows up at an ROH show in 2018. And that did not happen. The Punker only showed up in court and at UFC. So nothing there. Supersonic says night after Mania 35, WWE will be sold and Vince will have a minority ownership. Now that's kind of something a lot of people uh, have kind of hinted at would happen in the future. A lot of big entertainment companies are being bought kind of gobbled up, but not WWE, at least not in 2018. All right, Jamie O.D. His Bullet Club's big arena show takes place, draws between four and 8,000. Well, it did take place, but drew 10,000 plus. Let's see, the main event will be Cody Kenny with a parody of the finger poke of Doom Spot in the beginning. Nope. Cody went for the NWA title. Kenny wrestled Pentagon Jr. Marty Skrull performs a musical number and wrestles Flip Gordon. Well, Marty wrestled Okada. And Young Bucks versus Briscoes and Hangman Page versus Joey Ryan are the other big matches. Nope. Young Bucks were in the main event. And uh, Hangman Page and Joey Ryan were, was, I guess, teased afterwards, but did not occur. Uh, Ring of Honor will be partly involved in putting the show together, and the ROH roster will be involved in the undercard against other Bullet Club members. That was, I think, largely true. Uh, Ring of Honor did help, and a lot of their roster did fill, uh, did fill out the card, although there were... Certainly a lot of other kind of... It was kind of more of an all-star show than just Ring of Honor versus Bullet Club. He said Ricochet enters the Royal Rumble match. Uh, I know Adam Cole and Andrade, Cian Almas, kind of got the NXT spots in there. Would not be surprised to see it this year. Uh, Jonah Rock wins either a tournament or championship in PWG. I don't recall him doing 
either. Uh, and he got signed, so that's not going to take place anytime soon. There will be two NWA title changes in 2018. One of them will be Tim Storm winning back the title. There were two title changes, but it was Cody and Nick Aldis swapping the belt. Tim Storm not involved. MJF works in Impact taping. He was signed up by MLW. That did not happen, to my knowledge. DDT books a false count anywhere match on a cruise ship. Well, Jamie would know, given his work covering DDT, but I uh, don't believe that happened. And CMLL anniversary main event show will be Mystico beating Caristico in a mask match. Did not happen. All right, MLev76 says Roman Reigns will continue on his current trajectory and actually be cheered against Brock at Mania. SummerSlam will be Roman versus Braun. Uh, Roman Reigns not cheered. No one was cheered at Mania. SummerSlam was Brock uh, Roman again. Keith Lee, Fred Yehi, and MJF will all be in NXT by year's end. Keith Lee was. Fred Yehi and MJF tied up in MLW. And the All-In Show will be a rib. By year's end, Cody will be back in WWE. Nope, All-In Show happened. Cody not back. And uh, finally, Women's Tag Title will be introduced in WWE. Well, he just made the cut because on the Christmas Raw they announced that. So, credit for that. Alright, guess Timekeeper says Kitamura becomes ROH Champion. Nope, did not happen. Didn't wrestle at a lick, so... Alright, CKKJ14. If I mess up your internet name, I apologize. If I don't... If I pronounce it wrong or miss an obvious reference. All apologies. He says Daniel Bryan leaves WWE and wrestles at next year at the next Wrestle Kingdom against Kenny Omega. Nope, Daniel Bryan stayed. Nakamura and Becky Lynch win the Royal Rumbles. Oh, Nakamura did, but Asuka won the Women's Royal Rumble. Neville wrestles Mania Weekend against Will Ospreay. Neville didn't wrestle much at all till the end of the year in, in Dragon Gate. Kenny Omega vs. Kota Ibushi headlines the G1 USA show. They did wrestle, but it was during the G1 in Japan. They did team together. And there will be a five-star match in a WWE ring, if this counts. I suppose if it was just him ranking them, any match could be five stars. But Dave Meltzer gave a couple of NXT matches five stars. I don't know if that counts or not, but as pure WWE, uh, they got close. I, th- I think Dave gave, I think Styles, Brian, four and three quarters, which is a bit much for me. But nothing on the official main roster hit the five-star barrier. All right, Ferrente207 says, Big E gets a high-level singles push. Nope. Stay in the new day. People have been calling slash predicting this for years and years. Hasn't happened yet. Kirk D says, Chris Jericho wrestles Kenny Omega on his cruise. I can't remember if they were against each other or not, but they did not have a singles match. Uh, Charlotte is ready for Asuka. Well, she was because she won at WrestleMania, surprisingly. And Daniel Bryan does not leave WWE. He did not. He stayed. So Kirk D did a good job there. All right, Lawson Comedy says, Dean Ambrose will be a hot heel. He was not. <laughs> he did turn heel. Uh, he was not hot for a variety of reasons. All right, our good friend Martin Bentley says, Pete Dunne will be IC or US champion by the end of the year. Nope. Stayed UK champion and has a UK brand to perform on, so did not show up on the main roster. All right, Steiner on the forklift said, Kitamura will pin Okada this calendar year. Kitamura pinned no one. And Jiro becomes the hottest Japanese star outside of New Japan. I don't know who that would be. I guess Shima? Uh, I would say it was not Jiro, though. All right, PK3 says DDT will finally pull the trigger on Endo. 
Endo did not win the KOD title, so I would say that's wrong. Zeus wins the Triple Crown. He did, amazingly. A bit of a, I would say, a surprising move. He did, so good call there. Kitamura, that name again, skips Excursion and goes straight to winning a singles belt. Nope. Zero One pops over 1,000 in Kurikan more than once. I don't believe that happened, but I could be wrong. Zero One numbers are a little hard to come by, but nothing jumps out like that. And lastly, he says, either one of Maybach, Marfuji, or Go walks out on Noah. Did not happen. All three stayed. All right, Blood Buzz Bank says, Russell won folds, but Jiro and Ashino make the jump to DDT and Noah, respectively, and continue to grow as stars. Nope, Russell won actually had a pretty good year with the Strong Hearts coming in, one of their stronger ones anyway. And Jake Lee returns healthier than ever and wins the Triple Crown by the end of the year. Hasn't happened yet. Maybe 2019, but not this year. All right, we got Norcross here, who says... Ginger will be in the Andre Battle Royal and will not be a factor in it. Not too far off. He was in... Uh, let's see, I think he was in a four-way for the U.S. title, won it, and lost it a day later, and then was largely irrelevant the rest of the year, as we'll get into with my prediction. All right, there will be a War Games match in the main card at Survivor Series. I like that prediction a lot, but it didn't happen. It stayed the purview of NXT. Uh, Okada as Ring of Honor Heavyweight Champion. Nope. Didn't happen. That would have been kind of a logistical nightmare for Ring of Honor anyway. Uh, Roman Reigns, Jason Jordan, and Lars Sullivan form the Shield 2.0 as a heel stable. Well, Lars just showed up. Roman, of course, we know about his illness. And Jason Jordan, I don't think wrestled at all this year, so... Nothing there. And Rusev wins the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Did not have a shot. Uh, didn't win. Won the U.S. title to end the year, which sounded good. But you remember, till you remember, he had that belt years ago. And it's kind of just getting back to that level. All right, Logan says, after WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar will temporarily retire. Nope. He stayed active. Uh, well, you know, as active as Brock is anyway. Crash says, Bad Luck Folly enters the Royal Rumble in the mid-20s to help solidify Gallows and Anderson's wall to protect the winner, Finn Balor. None of that happened. Finn Balor didn't win the Royal Rumble. Bad Luck Folly stayed in New Japan. Merlin said Cesaro will appear in Jakar's King of Trios, reprising his role as the third member of Los Ice Green. Didn't happen. Uh, Cesaro ended up staying in WWE. Dave Portivo said, implored by his wife, Daniel Bryan resigns with WWE. I don't know how much Bree implored him, but he did stay resigned. Right, Gavilar88 says, Pete Dunne properly debuts on the main roster and wins the Intercontinental title on his first night. Nope. Got a whole new brand to play with instead. Jeff Hawkins said, someone high profile on the Cody Bucks show gets signed by WWE in an attempt to mess up the show. Now we know Rey Mysterio gets signed but was allowed to work the show. I don't know whether they just wanted to mess up the show was the main goal in signing him or if they just wanted him, but that did occur. Curtain Jerker says Brock fights in UFC this year. He did not. Jericho would win the IC title and drop the title back to Omega at the March Long Beach show. Well, he did win the title, but he won it from uh, Tetsuya Naito. Uh, Jinder Mahal gets future endeavored. No one gets future endeavored these days, but... Uh, Ginger did stay employed, if irrelevant. 
AJ holds the belt to the pay-per-view post-mania when he loses it to a healed-up Drew McIntyre. Well, Drew did not win the world title, he may have been a year early in this prediction. Alright, McMahon says Abushi to WWE, probably in the Rumble. Kota Abushi, free spirit that he is, decided to stay in New Japan. Alright, Siva PC says Brock Reigns will be the WWE match of the year. Well, that happened a couple times. The Mania match was not the match of the year. I don't think anyone would call SummerSlam the match of the year either. Uh, he said, when are all of Nakamura, Anderson, or Gallows will ask for a release? Uh, we hear rumblings of this. As far as we know, no one specifically asked, but we shall see. Uh, Rusev wins Money in the Bank and the title before the Rumble by beating Cena. So Rusev did not win. It was Braun Strowman, which went... I mean, he cashed it in ahead of time, so that, it didn't really go anywhere. And Rousey Asuka will be on the worst matches of the year at WrestleMania. They did not wrestle at Mania. And it's hard to imagine that match being bad, given the output of both competitors this year. All right, Sanyo says, Nikki and John call off their wedding. I believe that did happen. I can't remember if they got back on or not, but uh, that did happen. Ah, Tom Green, our old friend. As Braun Strowman will leave WWE by year's end due to creative issues and will be announced for a new Japan card to take place in 2019. Didn't happen. Braun is, as best I can tell, content and stayed in the company. John Cena and Nikki Bella will get married at WrestleMania. It will be legit, other than a cruiserweight will be a ring bearer. Wah, wah. Nope, didn't happen. Uh, by year's end, Impact will be a glorified ring rental service where you can pay a small fee to have them tape TV at your indie show. I think that one's uh, pretty much true. They taped a lot of Impact at various indie shows throughout the country. He says Drew Gulak will win a non-cruiserweight championship on the main roster. He didn't win a cruiserweight one, so that did not happen. Big Cass will come back with a 2004 OVW flat top haircut. Enzo and Cass will be together by Survivor Series time on the Indies. Now, Big Cass did keep his flowing locks, but he and Enzo were future endeavored uh, for different reasons. Of course, Big Cass, I guess, being bad, and we know Enzo's issues. And they have not reunited, as best I can tell, but maybe 2019. Joe Koff will wrestle a match for Ring of Honor in 2018. He will beat a champion. Now, Thankfully, that did not occur, although Joe Koff got a little too involved in the company for my liking, but uh, thankfully that he did not wrestle. Bullet Club sold out, won't draw 10,000. A random House of Hardcore show overseas will. I'm not fully up on House of Hardcore drawing numbers, but I don't think they did draw 10K where uh, All In did. It says WWE will broadcast a weekly micro show on Snapchat in 15 second increments. Nope. As fun as that would be, did not happen. All right, Jim Cornette will finally work an angle with a young high flyer that will prove his point when the blow-off has a disappointing draw. Jim Cornette feuded with many an entity in wrestling this year. Far too many to go into here. Uh, no specific angles came out of it. I'm aware. I mean, he didn't work any shows or anything like that against anyone. So I would say that did not occur. All right, Lucha Blog says, The Crash's show at WrestleMania leads to a breakout performance for a couple of wrestlers not previously booked a lot in the U.S. They might not even have the defining match on The Crash itself, but they're among the names everyone is talking about and start to get brought to the U.S. a fair bit. Meanwhile, The Crash itself doesn't run much in the U.S. That last part is certainly true. As far as who was on that Crash show, I know Bandito was. I'm not sure when his kind of... I don't know if it was The Crash that catapulted him or if he was... 
working shows before that, but he would certainly be a name on there who had a big breakout year. All right, CMLL has a bigger mask match than Niebla Roja Gran Guerrero for the anniversary show, but it does not include Atlantis. I don't know. They actually had no masks on the line for the anniversary show. It was the hair match uh, for, I mean, the uh, tag match, hair versus hair, and which did not involve Atlantis, to be fair. So the AAA-branded show besides Lucha Underground gets back on TV, but it may not be the same show that airs in Mexico. I don't think that happened, although the comings and goings of AAA business can be a little tough to uh, keep up with. Right, Pentagon kills off Matanza, and Jeff Cobb becomes a New Japan regular. I believe it was Black Lotus who murdered Matanza. And I, Jeff Cobb, not this year, became a regular, probably next year. And Powerbomb TV actually does run a live stream from Mexico, and against all odds, the stream works fine. I believe that did happen. I forgot the company. I believe they did a live broadcast from Mexico, which uh, in Powerbomb TV usually has a good track record with such things. All right, I have uh, recounted everyone else, all their failings and whatnot. It's only fair. I look back at my predictions. Let's see how I did. Was I a prognosticator, or was I the biggest fool of all? All right, I had five big predictions. My first one. Jinder Mahal will once again be a world champion. Oof, that is a big L. That's an L the size of Jupiter there, but it's one I am okay taking. I stand by this claim that, uh, you know, WWE is not one to give up on something when they tried, despite the fans' uh, protestations otherwise. But Jinder was pushed down the card. Not future endeavored, but uh, hardly relevant at all. Right, I had New Japan creates another belt, the IWGP US Junior title. Nope, didn't happen. Probably for the best, no more belts. Uh, Pro Wrestling Noah draws 3,000 people for their year-end show. They did about 2,100. Not great, not bad. But, uh, nope. Probably a little disappointing. They drew, uh, I believe, 6,000 for the big Marafuji anniversary show. But uh, couldn't crack 3K for the end. Crisco beats Volador Jr. for his hair at the anniversary show. Nope, didn't happen. Uh, it was the hair match, tag team hair match, as mentioned previously. And Ring of Honor gets a slot on WGN Network. Um, again, not uh, didn't specifically happen. There was that uh, countdown to All In show that aired, so I could get myself well, partial credit maybe. And Vol Volador Jr. did lose his hair, so I got that going for me. So, not that great by me, but that's everyone's thoughts on 2018. Now, we look ahead. we got a bunch of predictions for 2019, which we'll get to in a sec. Okay, it is time to look ahead to 2019. We have a lot of predictions. I limited everyone to pretty much one this year to kind of keep things a little simpler. And I asked people, again, to be bold in these. Don't say WWE will be the biggest company in the world. Or they'll make a lot of money for their TV, because we know that's going to happen. So without further ado, we'll start Alan Farrell. So the G1 final is Kazuchika Okada versus Sonata. Not, not a bad guess there. We'll have to see how the landscape breaks down after Wrestle Kingdom. Alan also predicted I would fall down the stairs again. Uh, I fell down my front steps uh, a couple days ago. Went to take out the trash. It was icy. Took a big back bump. My back looks like uh, I was just in a big Japan death match. This is after I fell down the stairs at my parents' house. The year prior, Alan predicted I would fall down them again. Like a true jerk, so we're going to change his prediction to the G1 final being, let's see, the great Okarn versus Yoshihashi in the G1 final. So good luck, Alan. All right, our friend John Carroll from Wrestle Omakaze says, Jay White wins the IWGP heavyweight title. Hmm. 
It'll be interesting if Kenny's not around anymore. They need a big uh, name to step in as the top foreigner. Could see it. Could see it. All right, Rich Craig says, All Elite Wrestling will get a major TV deal and present the first real competition to WWE since WCW was sold in 2001. So that's interesting. Don't know where they'll get the TV deal. Something may come. As you listen to this, we may be hearing some news. But All right, Cubs fans, says the next Mexican luchador to debut in PWG will be Templario. Templario, a very uh, exciting newcomer in CMLL. I don't know if Cubs fan has some... Uh, Inside information, but I would not be surprised to see Templario in Bola or something like that. All right, Rob Viper says the LA Park versus Roosh mask versus hair match actually occurs in Arena Mexico. So after not pulling the trigger last year, it looks like uh, CMLL will go for it this year. That would be a big, big deal. All right, Trevor Dame of the Great Through the Years podcast says Ronda Rousey will either be out of WWE or on her way out by the end of 2019 to try to have a kid. So Ronda Rousey, who was such a, apparently a big player in their television negotiations, not with the company. Not long after they debut on Fox, so that would be bad news. All right, Jamie O.D. says, DDT announcing a 2020 date for a genuine show held inside the Tokyo Dome. I've, he adds, I have no inside information, by the way, so I'm not spoiling anything. So Jamie covers... DDT on the Dramatic DDT blog thinks they will run a genuine Tokyo Dome show. I wonder what that would draw. DDT has certainly run... Uh, I remember when they ran uh, Budokan all those years ago. What a big... What a crazy deal that was. And now, you know, could they do... I don't know I don't know what DDT would do. Depends what they have, I suppose. Alright, not that Tom Green says Shane McMahon will appear on camera at a New Japan event. So I don't know if that means some kind of talent deal, if that means Shane's just taking in some uh, New Japan action, but we'll see Shane McMahon on camera. All right, Joe Sposto says several big names will miss WrestleMania, including Charlotte, Roman, and Kevin Owens. Charlotte would be the only surprise there. I don't expect Roman there. And Kevin Owens, they, they're hyping his return, but I mean, it seems he's still a ways off from actually returning. He has no celebrities and matches, which is something they've largely gotten away from. And probably the biggest one, Miz beats Brian for the SmackDown title. So I guess Miz as some kind of babyface. It looks like we're seeing, or we're headed to uh, Miz versus Shane at Mania, which, sure. All right, Martin Bentley says progress will get at least four shows moved because of NXT UK. I believe we're one for four so far, as I believe their January show got moved to accommodate NXT UK, so that's off to a rollicking start. Uh, JJ The Mark says the women will get their own show, either for the WWE Network, or even completely taking over Raw or SmackDown, so that would be a big deal. I don't know how a network show would go, if that would just be maybe just an NXT women's show? Because it would be weird to just take the women on Raw and SmackDown and have them be in another show. It's hard to picture them completely removing men from Raw or SmackDown, although the women have been by far the best part of the roster this year. So, who knows? The Slim James said, with SmackDown moving to Fox, McMahon shaking things up, and possible interbrand women's tag titles looming on the horizon, I predict the brand split will end in 2019. Probably not a bad prediction there. They will want as much star power as possible on both shows, which could be bad news. If for uh, 
Some of the more marginal talent won't be able to get TV time, but I would not be surprised to see that at all. All right, Scat says Ronda Rousey will retire from WWE by the start of 2020. So that is, again, another... This will be a common theme, Ronda Rousey's future with the uh, WWE. Jeff Hawkins, our old friend, says at least two former major championship holders from NXT will not be with the company by 2020. So that could mean... Could be Bo Dallas, he was a former NXT champion. It could be Wesley Blake, he was an NXT champion. Could be a guy like Sami Zayn. Could be uh, several people there, but at least two. All right, Gorilla says Impact will finally die for good. And this was predicted before the move to the Pursuit Channel. But, I mean, people have been predicting the demise of Impact for a long time. So <laughs> that's why I'm, I think Impact will somehow outlive us all, even if it's on being broadcast from the uh, Springfield Badlands. All right, Sting for Life says Impact will somehow do better and get up to 400,000 viewers again. He adds, now that's crazy talk, and I do not disagree. <laughs> that would, That is a bold prediction, to be certain. All right, Steve, C484, says brand split ends before move to Fox. We covered that. Uh, MASH 28 says Cena gets number 17 at WrestleMania. That being world title runs. Hard to picture, Cena does not seem like a full-timer anymore. Weird they would get him to kind of, quote-unquote, break Ric Flair's record, which he is currently tied with. But, I mean, who knows? Desperate times, desperate measures. All right, Zach Malibu says, Alistair Black debuts on the Bade roster the night after WrestleMania and becomes the breakout star of the Fox SmackDown era. Now, I can certainly see him getting called up. Uh, will he be the breakout star? Will they allow anyone to be a breakout star these days? Can they build a breakout star? I don't know, but uh, who knows? Not a bad, probably not a bad guess. All right, Mystic Rhythm 87 says WWE does the unthinkable. They successfully bury the hatchet with Martha and Owen Hart is announced for the Hall of Fame class of 2019. Ooh, that would be surprising to be certain. With that, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that one at this point, but who knows? Who knows? Time does tend to heal all wounds. Oh, God, this name. RBIC 7040862000. Ronda Dunn after Mania. Doesn't specify why. Whether it's trying to start a family or creative issues, but another one saying Ronda's done. All right, Mr. Ben says, Brock remains contracted to WWE all year, doesn't fight for UFC. I'm recording this the night after... Jones Gustafson and Brock was not mentioned at all, so that may not be a bad prediction. All right, Mike Sempervivi says Tomohiro Ishii wins the G1, loses the case, regains the case by December, and then goes to face then champion Tetsuya Naito at the 2020 Tokyo Dome. He has Okada, semi retires Tanahashi as the semi main event. So that would be if someone loses the the briefcase, I can't imagine them winning it back because otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> I guess to shake things up a bit. I could see one last... I mean, it's... Uh, Ishii headlining the dome seems a bit much, but that, that is bold, which he added in parentheses. Does this count as being bold enough? I would say it does. All right, RC Cola Drink It. Says Fox moves SmackDown back to another weeknight before the end of the year. Back to Tuesday if you need more specifics. Now, with Fox, something like USA, their schedule's, I would say, a bit more flexible in terms of where they can move things. I mean, Fox upending a whole night of programming seems a little less unlikely. Now, would they move it to another network? I think that's a bit more plausible. We'll see that prediction come up a bit. 
All right, Shelton Mycerio says, Mustafa Ali, WWE champion. Now, perhaps a quick fluke title run. They want to elevate someone. Possible? That's still pretty bold. All right, Moose Bigelow, possibly a male gigolo, says, Hulk Hogan returns to WWE in the U.S. and is fired after being caught saying something racist. So the Hulkster comes back, gets busted again, being racist, and fired again. All right, Wiretap says John Cena will get cast in a Star Wars project. No, he got added to the uh, Bumblebee movie, and uh, I know Rock kind of has that reputation as someone being added to franchise for some juice. Might see Cena following his footsteps there. I don't know what John would be. Would he be uh, kind of a Han Solo-esque figure? Maybe uh, the new Emperor? I don't know. All right, Jamesy. Uh, 2015 says David Starr will be wrestler of the year. I don't know if that means most outstanding, which could certainly be the case. I know he's done great, great things. If you include drawing and flair Thez, I think that gets a little trickier. All right. KSJ49 says the WWE shuts down progress in ICW and looks to buy out Noah. So we heard about those buyout clauses, their issues and what can these companies can stream on their network with People contracted to NXT UK. So, probably not a bad guess. And the talk of wanting to start NXT in different places with the ad buyout Noah could happen. All right. And RBX2000 also says one or both of Progress and ICW will cease to exist. So, I think ICW is kind of the, the likelier of that scenario, given how their last big show, Drew, did okay and uh, just seems more inclined to be bought out. All right, wrestling ratings says Beto will run for president. I'm presuming Beto O'Rourke, not wrestling. Figured I'd throw it in. All right, I thought this was Chamber of Arts. I guess it's Chamber of Farts. It says Matt Riddle beats Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship on the first SmackDown Live on Fox. Yes, they want a big show when they debut. That would certainly be big, and probably cool, cool as hell. So I actually like that prediction. That might be my favorite so far. All right, Luro says Roman comes back to win the Rumble because his cancer is a work. They will not announce it as a work. That will that's my least favorite prediction so far. I like I like how he stresses. No, they won't admit they fake someone's terrible illness. Yes. All right, Balin twenty seven sixty three. Ron turns heel at Mania, sides with the McMahons to screw Becky. Stone Cold Steve Austin is in Becky's corner at SummerSlam, where she pins Ronda with a stunner. Ronda has lost her smile, goes home till next Mania build. So kind of another Ronda. No longer with the company. And them doing kind of the... Redoing the Stone Cold heel turn with Ronda, which I don't think we could rule out. Danglog. Uh, so Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will leave WWE, align themselves with the Elite. That got posted on the F4W board. Someone pointed out Kevin Owens just signed a five-year deal. So we'll amend that to say just Sami Zayn. And if you... Listen to Sami Zayn interviews. He did one fairly recently with Chris Jericho. He's kind of an introspective guy. He's the kind of guy who I don't think needs the WWE and needs to stay. Certainly more of a free spirit. So, could certainly, uh, I don't know what his contract situation is, could certainly leave to go to the Elite. If, if possible, he might be tied up too. All right, Dylan Morris says, All Japan explodes in popularity in the U.S. slash West. Announcers... Or announces standalone shows for 2020 in the U.S. Now, I believe All, J um, All Japan had a good in, in-ring year. They had a real good champion carnival. I don't know how they gain popularity. New Japan does have access, which 
certainly helps. You know, I don't know how people are going to seek out All Japan when they have New Japan there, but they wouldn't mind seeing it. All right, Tuck Grant says, Impact will sell license its whole video library to WWE to go on the network due to needing an influx of cash. Well, if they're, they have a streaming network, if that's not bringing in the bucks, uh, certainly they could uh, make more going to WWE. So that's, uh, that's not a bad prediction either. Paragon says, WWE and New Japan announced some sort of partnership slash talent exchange, which, I mean, way back in the day, they used to have one. I mean, New Japan would send some guys to work in, like, Madison Square Garden for press, and WWE would send talent over to work big shows. So it's probably, I mean, I think it would be beneficial, but they consider each other competition. They're not going to try to work together. I think it'd be, you know, not a bad learning excursion for uh, New Japan talent, and kind of vice versa for some NXT talent to work kind of the New Japan system for a couple months. All right, Caramel Luchador says, In the Women's Royal Rumble, WWE will redo the 1994 Bret Hart Lex Luger Royal Rumble finish with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. That I can't say that's bold. That seems most likely as I record this uh, right before the new year. All right, Brian Smith, 1975. Shunned by New Japan, all elite wrestling align themselves with DDT. So I don't know if they, they will bring in wrestlers to fill out their undercard, whether they'll themselves work in DDT. I guess that would uh, be that. I don't know how much that would mean. Could they DDT afford it? I guess they could, given who owns them. So that'll be interesting. Scrotalis says, Renee Young and Ambrose will divorce in real life. Oh, that's sad. I don't want to. I can't root for that. Right, old friend Canada says AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura will win the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in the WrestleMania pre-show match. Well, AJ just kind of punched out Vince McMahon recently as I record this, so maybe a match with Triple H, maybe Vince, maybe Shane. Hard to picture him. I mean, Nakamura could possibly be doing very little at the pay-per-view. So, but uh, see them teaming, I don't, I don't quite see it. Right, Mikey F says WWE will announce that they'll be holding one of the big four pay-per-views in Europe in 2020, and I don't know why they haven't done this yet. I don't really see a downside if it starts at eight in the UK. I believe that's about three o'clock Eastern time, so that's not so bad. Plus, you're on the network; you can stream it anytime you want to. I remember the Rumble used to be in the early. I think there was one in the early afternoon on a on a Sunday. So I don't know why they haven't yet. I know they made the excuse that. Somehow the SummerSlam 92 one was not successful. I mean, that was, you know, 25 years ago. Business has changed slightly, but uh, whatever. But uh, that's not a bad guess either. All right. Uh, Rossi Vegas says, Linda McMahon will become president when Trump Penn stepped down. Now, the succession plan is a little muddled there. Linda McMahon is like 30th in line, I think. So we would need a designated survivor type scenario for that to occur. Logan FX says Kenny Omega will be WWE champion by this time next year. So Kenny jumps to the Fed, wins the title. All right, Cesario says Raw drops to under 2 million viewers on a regular basis by the end of the year. It'll be interesting to see just what their uh, baseline is there. Is it 1.75 million, 1.5 million? We'll see, because it keeps dropping. So not a bad prediction. Hitchy says Andreza Giant Panda will defend or win a championship at Major DDT show facing Super Sasadango Machine in an epic rematch. I'll let Jamie O.D. tell me if that occurs. 
All right, C. Bacon says Shane Thorne wins the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. So Shane Thorne on his own now gets called up, I guess, the Cruiserweight Championship, kind of all-Australian title because we have Buddy Murphy and now Shane Thorne holding it. All right, Blizzard Accolade. It says Kiyomiya holds the GHC Heavyweight title for the entire year because Noah basically will have no other choice. They do not have any other choice, really. So I hope, uh, I hope he does hold it the whole year. All right, CKKJ14 says Young Bucks versus Revival headlines AEW's first pay-per-view. So I guess that means the Revival gets cut or ask for their release or what. But they would headline that first pay-per-view. All right, the dude, 1287, says Becky Lynch will lose steam by Mania and eventually be in Rusev territory by SummerSlam. WWE does not know how to book faces and can't help themselves, so... Kind of predicting some doom and gloom for Becky Lynch there. All right, Bam Bam Brody says Daniel Cormier debuts on the first SmackDown show on Fox and wins the Universal Championship from Brock Lesnar. So that a couple things need to happen here. Daniel Cormier jumps to WWE. Brock Lesnar stays with the company. And I guess the Universal Championship moves to SmackDown. But not a bad guess. All right, Scorpio Corp. Pro Wrestling Australia is going to be the breakout promotion of 2019 and get a lot of buzz. I know he was involved in kind of a year-end award for Australia Wrestling of the Voices of Wrestling uh, website. You can check that out. He thinks, uh, I guess, PWA is going to be the big promotion, a big breakout one. All right, CHBST81 says Michael Cole is removed from the Raw announced team. So no more Michael Cole, if that uh, bothers you. I don't know who they replace him with. They have, I mean, I guess. I don't think Morrow's going to do it, but I guess maybe Vic Joseph gets the call or whatever. But for whatever reason, I guess they want to switch things up. No more Michael Cole. All right, Nas Durden says there'll be a brand new promotion with national TV and it won't be AEW. So I don't know. Who was that promotion with? Was that AWF? With the rounds back in the day? I don't know if they, they weren't a major promotion, but it was just kind of a bunch of old WWE guys. Wrestling rounds, a situation like that. But uh, I don't know who's going to come out of the woodwork if it's not AEW. All right. Uh, let's see. AEW will turn out to be a scam. And the Bucks, Cody, and Page will debut on Raw using the AEW moniker a la NWO. So this is all, I guess, a scam. I guess they're filing trademarks just to fool people. Kind of doubt it, but uh, who knows? We'll see. All right, Mustafa Ali will win the U.S. title. So another Mustafa Ali title win. I think this one's a little bit more reasonable, but I guess we'll see. All right, AEW never materializes, and at least one of the elite crew breaks the stick-together pact. Uh, this is SP Man. Says, I'll go out on a limb and guess either Adam Page or Kenny Omega go to WWE. So I guess Adam Page decides to try his luck in developmental. And I guess AEW doesn't get off the ground. All right, Chris WNW says, Osprey becomes the gaijin mega baby face of New Japan. Jay White has an amazing match against Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. Cements his role as top gaijin heel. Shingo moves to heavyweight within the course of a year. So I can see all those happening. I think Will is well on his way to uh, being the champion. Not champion, but kind of the, like he said, the mega baby face. Uh, Jay White getting moved up. And I think we'll see Shingo... Maybe going back and forth between Cruz, I mean, uh, Junior and Heavyweight. All right, Wrestling Flipside says in 2019, PWG will license its tape library to New Japan. 
So I guess uh, with Excalibur working there, I'm able to work something out to have the PWG backlog on uh, New Japan World to, uh, I guess, I guess kind of increase uh, the selection you get there. All right, RCS 1988 says WWE uh, WWE will release more unreleased matches from TV tapings from the 80s and early to mid 90s which I think is already kind of happening there. We've seen a lot of hidden gems lately. And I guess more importantly, they started announcing Mania sites years in advance instead of a year in advance. So I guess we'll know next year it would be uh, Houston, and the year after that, God help us, uh, Minneapolis. So I could see that happening. Help people with travel plans, build anticipation. Right, Hughes Meister says AEW gets a weekly show on WGN America on Tuesday nights. So... Uh, TV deal for them, AEW. Alex VD says Mustafa Ali has a fluke WWE Championship victory. So another guess from Mustafa Ali winning a, the uh, the world title here. All right, LH3310 says SmackDown moved to FS1 after only a month or two, so they will not get the ratings. Uh, sustainable, I guess 3.5 million was what they're looking for. I think they'll get a bump at first, but I could see it certainly atrophying viewers as uh, the regular television has. Submission Hold says, Young Bucks get pinned by the bar at 9.24 Eastern Time on a Tuesday night. So, I guess uh, I guess they'll be on SmackDown before the move to Fox and Fridays. And I guess the Young Bucks get signed and just kind of do nothing. Alright, Raw is Botchamania says, Vince Russo returns to WWE Creative in some capacity. So, I don't think he would fit in well with the new system they have with a bunch of writers, but could they turn to him as a consultant of some kind? I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, he also adds Braun Strowman goes into the year without a universal title win, maybe. And uh, Hulk Hogan will have a match at Crown Jewel. That would surprise me, given the shape of the Hulkster. But given who they brought back for those shows, uh, I guess it wouldn't surprise me either. Alright, Beauregards is predicting that in 2018, Jeff Cobb will win a singles title in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So Jeff Cobb, will probably, I could see him being a never champion or something like that. Alright, Street Dreamer 83, the Midnight Express are inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. They all come out with Wrestling Buddies dolls. I don't know if that's a reference to when they uh, tried to sign them in the 80s or not, but I can see Midnight Express going in. They need names to go in. They already had Jim Cornette do an induction speech for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple years back, so not a bad guess there. Alright, Supersonic says Cena over Brian and Orton over Styles at WrestleMania 35, so kind of a uh, all that talk about new talent uh, seeing new faces, we will just go back to kind of the same old, same old the last 15 years of Cena and Orton. Alright, Chucks4W says Ballard of SmackDown, Styles to Raw, so I guess he means the brand split will continue, and we'll just have probably many switch-ups, but uh, AJ Styles to Raw, and Ballard of SmackDown. So a change of scenery might do both of them some good. McMahon says Ronda Rousey will retire to start a family before Survivor Series 2019. So again, a lot of people predicting that. Alright, Cleavy says WWE will add a female commentator to SmackDown Live. I don't see why not. I think that third position's fairly superfluous. I don't think it really matters who's in there. I don't know who it would be. I don't think they have. Unless you... Uh, maybe a Beth Phoenix. On a regular basis. I don't know. But uh, I don't think they'd have Renee do two shows. 
All right, the babyface killer says Stephanie and Trips have a bitter divorce, and H is ousted from the company. So that would be seismic if that happened there. That's uh, I don't know. I have a hard time picturing that one. All right, Keith M seventy three says AEW's first show will be a two hour special with Jim Ross and Dave Meltzer announcing. So AEW uh, gets a show, and we have uh, Jim and Big Dave announcing. All right, South Shield says the business will change. I'm not saying a union will happen, but I think how contracts are done will change. I think you start seeing more people go from promotion to promotion. So I guess they're going to allow, maybe WWE will allow people who aren't doing much a bit more flexibility in where they can work. So someone like a Zack Ryder who isn't doing much could maybe go somewhere. I don't know. I don't think they'll let him go to TNA or anything, but maybe a bit more flexibility. All right, Brock Smash says the Undisputed Era will debut as a group on Raw or SmackDown and be given a shield-like mega push, with Adam Cole ending the year as world or universal champion. So I could I could certainly see them being called up. I am a little worried about what happens once they get here, as I am with any talent in uh, NXT, but uh, we'll see. All right, uh, Jamie70707 says Omega will sign with WWE and save professional wrestling. So I guess... He sparks a business turnaround. All right, Sixpac says WWE completely changes the format of Raw and SmackDown. The brand split remains, but the presentation, the format, color schemes, possibly even titles, meaning instead of Raw, it becomes something like Raw Unlimited. So some big changes to the program. The program has not changed in about 25 years or so, nothing substantial. So it's probably overdue for a makeover. Evil Boon says Impact closes, sells everything to WWE. WWE does a TNA invasion angle, getting it right this time, in quotes. So that would be, <laughs> that would be something. All right. Indy West says not one match occurs in the entire calendar year, pitting any combination of the Bar, Usos, or New Day against each other. That might be done by, like, January 1st. We'll see about that one. That's, that is, uh, that is a bold one. Alright, Tim Dog says either Bandito or Robbie Eagles will win Bola. So that's, I don't know, I mean, who the hell knows who's going to be in Bola this year, but uh, either one wins it. And last we have Brian in DC. Says Iran Contra esque shit hits the fan as details emerge about the uncancelable Crown Jewel event being covered for some sort of MBS Kushner brokered malfeasance with WWE private jet or transportation infrastructure acting as a carrier. Linda forced to resign from Trump cabinet position. Vince, under intense financial pressures, sells XFL intellectual property to Dick Ebersol, and it is absorbed into Ebersol's Alliance of American Football. WWE stock free falls. So the McMahons are tied into uh, this whole deal. So we'll see. I did like that one, though. That's a lot of dominoes that have to fall. All right, that does it for everyone. I'd like to thank everyone for contributing to the uh, 2019 predictions. We had a whole bunch from a variety of sources this year. And uh, I'll be right back. I will give you my... Five big predictions for 2019 in a sec. All right, I've asked everyone else, it's time for me to put my predictions on the line. Here are five things I think will occur in 2019. All right, Pete Dunne finally loses the UK title after holding it for two years to Jordan Devlin. Now, Devlin has really grown as a wrestler in 2018. I think he's easily a top 15 guy in the world. He's been great on NXT UK. I think he will be the one to finally unseat Pete Dunne for that title. All right, I have Matt Taven wins the Ring of Honor Championship. 
just because they need to make kind of a new headliner here. Taven's been there forever. They've done this angle with him getting screwed. They did that whole angle where he attacked Jay Lethal after a uh, after a pay-per-view. And kind of nothing really came about it. You would think, you know, he has his own world title. You'd think, oh, ladder match or something like that. Nothing happened. Something will. I think he will win it in probably uh, when they run shows in Lowell, close enough to his hometown of Boston. All right. The WWE announces two new NXT territories. I won't specify where they are, but I think we'll get the announcement of two new ones. I don't think anything will officially launch in 2019, but we will get an idea of two more. And perhaps uh, number Four, CMLL and AAA will co-promote a show together after all these years. With the uh, the changing tides, I think we'll finally get a big co-promoted show. And lastly, two talents will jump from the WWE to New Japan Pro Wrestling, kind of kicking off a new kind of a talent war here. I think two names will get uh, decent money offers, be unsatisfied, and make the jump to New Japan. So those are my big five predictions. We'll see if I do better this year than I did last year. And I want to thank you so much, everyone who participated. I solicited uh, ideas from the Voices of Wrestling Forum, Figure Four, Twitter, and uh, just harassing people for their predictions. I want to thank you so much. I didn't do a lot. Uh, I didn't do any Joe versus the World since the last prediction show. That was bad. Um, some guy said his Christmas was 3% worse because there was no... WWE year in review. We did not finish 1997. I'm going to do my darndest to get that done. I think uh, just a lot more wrestling to watch in 2018 made it hard to like make the time to go back. But I'm going to do even if I do like a raw week, I'll do my best to get get those out because you you deserve. I want to finish. Not Lord knows when I'll finish, but I want to keep going on that. I want to get more fun time arcades done. Just a lot, you know. Even the five star match game, I kind of got off schedule. I think 2018. Uh, it was kind of a challenging year. I had nothing very bad. I mean, people had much worse. Uh, you know, people had, like, real problems. I, I had obstacles that just kind of... Stuff kind of piled up. It wasn't the best year, but, I mean... Like I said, people had much worse. So, I kind of got sidetracked by that. I'm going to do my best to produce more in 2019. That's one of my resolutions. Whatever that's worth. So, that is... Uh, hopefully, you'll be hearing a lot more from me in 2019. Because I love producing content. I love... I love guesting on podcasts and all that, but I love producing my own stuff. I need to work harder on that. So hopefully things are cleared up a little bit onwards and upwards. I hope uh, 2019 is good. I hope you have a very happy and safe new year. I hope everyone has a great 2019. I guess that's it. So I'm going to go get this posted. And uh, like I said, thanks everyone for contributing. I'll talk to you again really soon.